All right. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Wedding Chat Wednesday with Wine and Wedding Planners. We are talking honeymoons and destination weddings today. So super exciting topic for a lot of you. I am your host, Michelle Ritchie, and I am the lead planner and manager of the wedding team here at Devoted Columbus. So if this is your first time joining us, just let you know that this is your chance to ask a wedding planner anything um, about wedding planning. Today, specifically, we're talking about destination weddings and honeymoons. If you started watching us during quarantine, you'll probably notice that we are now only host we are now hosting wedding chat Wednesdays monthly, and that is on the third Wednesday of each month instead of every week um, as we had been doing. But uh, I'll let Jamie do the honor of filling you in on what exciting weekly podcast we just started a little bit later. If you are joining us on Facebook Live tonight, we will do our best to respond to you, your comments, questions, um, or, or whatever you decide to post. We love participation. So shoot us all your questions, comments, or, or just simply stop in and say hi, and we'll respond back to you. So with that, I want to start off by introducing you to my lovely team of wedding day assistants and planners. So I have Tammy, you just give a little wave for me, Rachel, we have Casey, Amber, Jean-Biaf, and we have our two wonderful interns, Nicole, and Eve, thank you guys for being here tonight. And now I wanna give Jamie a quick uh, couple seconds to introduce herself, our fearless leader. Thanks for that. <laughs> Hi everybody, my name is Jamie. I am the owner of Devoted Columbus, previously Columbus Bride and Groom. And we are a great, wedding resource for all engaged couples. We focus on making sure we connect you to some of the best vendors in Columbus. We provide tons of great tips, education, trends, and resources, and we'll kind of get into that later. My background is in wedding planning. I've been a wedding planner for over 20 years, so we brought on this lovely team and this great crew to assist and help you guys along the way for whatever your needs might be. So I hope you enjoy today's hot or look at I'm already on podcast today's wedding chat on um, on honeymoons. So thanks. Thanks, Jamie. All right, so now we're to the meat of the program tonight. I want to give a warm welcome to tonight's guests, Jen Kahn and Shannon Alith of Compass Travel. Jen is the owner and head travel agent of Compass Travel out of Gahanna, who specializes in honeymoons and leisure vacations. And Shannon is a wedding planner by trade um, who specializes in honeymoons and destination weddings. Jen, I hear that we have a special treat this evening as you are joining us from Cancun, Mexico. Yes. Oh, so we are super, super jealous um, of you. But 
if you want to introduce yourself, tell us a little bit about your you and your business, and then if you can, you can show us around a little bit if you want to. Yeah, I'll have to see um, if I can move the computer around a little bit so you can see at least off my balcony here. I'm currently at the El Dorado Casitas Real Resort, which is a great resort for honeymooners because they're kind of like these little casita, cute little villas. Um, so it's a little bit more private and luxurious uh, than some resorts and a lot of honeymooners really love it. Um, so yeah, I um, started Compass Travel about six years ago, uh, and I've been working in the travel industry for over a decade now, and really wanted to start a travel agency to help younger travelers, um, because a lot of travel agencies seem more focused towards older travelers. So to help more younger um, and modern travelers. And um, Shannon just joined our team here uh, earlier this year. Awesome. Well, thanks for being here tonight. We are really excited to jump in. Shannon, do you want to tell us a little bit about yourself and how you got roped in with, with Jen on Destination Honeymoons um, yeah. or Honeymoons and Destination Weddings? Yeah, thank you. Um, so I'm Shannon and I am a wedding planner by trade. Um, I launched my business a couple years ago and then I joined Jen um, earlier this year um, to add on travel agent services to my packages to try and um, provide an all-encompassing you know, experience to clients. Well, we're really excited to have you. Thank you for taking the time to be with us here tonight. Yeah. We have a, I'm sure our couples have a ton of questions regarding, regarding honeymoons and destination weddings. I think destination weddings might even become more popular as people kind of downsize their weddings. So we're interested to hear. So with that, I think we might just go ahead and jump into questions. So I have my team of ladies who who will kick us off. I think Rachel, you're up. Hi, Jen and Shannon. I'm Rachel. Nice to meet you virtually. Um, it's super exciting. Can't wait to hear um, everything you have to offer us. Thank you for taking the time to chat with everyone today. Um, my first question is, why should couples use a travel agent for their honeymoon as opposed to planning it on their own? Yeah, um, well, there's a lot of reasons for that. Um, and it really saves the couple a lot of time and stress um, because a professional travel agent will already know a lot of the things or have easier access to a lot of the information that the couple might be looking for, that it would take them hours and hours to research or try to find on their own. Uh, so it's saving them you know, that time, that money, that stress. Uh, and I hear from a lot of couples that there's a lot of information overload out there. They start looking on the internet and there's so much out there and they don't know you know, what's good, what's bad. You can't really always um, rely on reviews. Um, and then now with uh, the COVID-19, unfortunately travel has gotten even more complex. Um, so we can definitely help with that, know, you know, the up-to-date regulations, um, 
on the destinations and the resorts. Uh, and we, you know, are continuously training ourselves uh, and everything like that. Uh, also, even after your trip or during your trip, you know, we can also help answer questions or advocate for you if there are problems uh, and everything like that. And all of this does extra service doesn't cost you anything extra with Compass Travel than what you would pay if you booked yourself online. That's great, especially what you mentioned with coronavirus going on. I know there are so many different travel restrictions to mm -hmm. keep track of all those to make sure you abide by them. I cannot imagine, especially everything going on right now. So when couples are looking for a travel agent, what is one of the most important things they should look out for? Well, I would say um, to use a travel agency that can book the same trip uh, in a lot of different ways. And what I mean by that is there's a lot of things that go on behind the scenes um, that us travel agents do. There's a lot of different ways we can book the same hotel. Um, and each one of those different ways might have pros and cons to it. One way might be a little bit more expensive, um, but it's through you know, a more reputable supplier or one may might be less expensive and it's still through a reputable supplier or it might be direct to the hotel or the resort. So there's a lot of different ways we can actually book the same uh, trip a lot of times. Um, and you want a travel agent who's going to book it in the way that's best for what you're looking for or that you know the couple's looking for um, and not just the way they do it for everybody. Um, so I try to book it, you know, for if the couple's looking for the lowest bottom price or if they're, you know, some people might want a payment plan um, or different things like that. So I try to book it in the way that's going to be best for the customer. Uh, and also, I think technology is really important these days um, to have a travel agent who uses technology and not just old school methods. Um, but we have an iPhone and Android app where our clients get their quotes on uh, and then they also get their final itinerary on that too. And they can even message us through the app uh, while they're in destination if they had a question or something they need to tell us. That sounds so great. I love itineraries. So this whole app functionality and schedule, I'm all about that. So that is a huge thing for me and I'm sure it keeps everyone organized and scheduled and oh, it's literally perfect. That sounds so great to me. Mm -hmm. um, what are some top destinations for honeymoons that you've come across and why are they so popular? Uh, well, a top destination is really where I'm at right now, which is Riviera Maya area of Mexico, which is kind of the area south of Cancun. Uh, Cancun is also somewhat it, somewhat popular itself, but Riviera Maya uh, tends to be even more popular with honeymooners because things are a little bit more spread out, um, and Cancun has more high-rise buildings and things like that, where this is more low-rise buildings, a little bit more spread out, um, so it is good for social distancing, too. <laughs> um, so that that is really a popular area, and also it's very affordable. Um, and this area has some, some of the most all-inclusive resorts um, in the world is kind of in 
this area in Cancun and also in Punta Cana. Um, and a lot of couples want an all-inclusive resort for their honeymoon. Uh, so I think this is a great area. Uh, other places in the Caribbean are also very popular, like Jamaica and St. Lucia. Uh, and then Hawaii is also uh, very popular too. Uh, and there's of course no passport issues with Hawaii, which passports are kind of an issue right now. The passport office you know, just recently reopened and it's being very slow. And Hawaii is going to finally reopen to uh, travelers on September or um, September 1st, they're saying. So they've been kind of slow to reopen to tourists and have been kind of strict, uh, but they're uh, saying that they're going to reopen. And a lot of these areas are going to require testing, um, at least probably until the end of this year. Well, thank you so much for answering those questions. Um, those are the three I had for you. So I'm gonna pass it over to Jean Biaf. Great. Hi, Jen. Hi, Shannon. Just a couple of questions that I have for you guys. Um, what are some unique honeymoon destinations that you could recommend? Yeah, there's a lot of um, unique honeymoon destinations and a couple can do whatever they want for their honeymoon. Um, so they don't have to just stick to those traditional places. And I do foresee U.S. destinations becoming uh, even more popular right now with those, you know, passport issues um, and people not wanting to maybe take as long of a flight right now and things like that. So um, there are some good locations in the U.S., like Napa, uh, Colorado, they're popular for honeymoons. Uh, but then outside of the U.S., uh, there's Croatia which is uh, an area that I really love. And that is great for couples who have traveled in Europe already. Um, so they're kind of already, you know, maybe widely traveled in Europe or have gone to some of like Spain or France or England, some of the more traditional destinations in Europe already. Um, there's also Iceland if couples who don't want the beach. Um, I even had a couple go to Iceland in winter once which I think is kind of crazy, um, but they really liked the cold, so they were fine with that. Um, <laughs> and uh, also Thailand for Asia, um, especially once travel to Asia starts reopening up um, more in the future. Thailand is a location that's great for honeymooners because it is less expensive than some other areas like Bali or uh, Bora Bora. Uh, but it still has that um, great Asian um, culture and beaches and everything. Awesome. Those all, all of those sound like really fun places. And the uh, mention of Thailand actually segues really great into my next question. Are there any places you would recommend for budget conscious honeymooners? Yeah, well, definitely, um, you know, for Asia, Thailand, it's still going to be um, a little bit bigger of a budget than it would be going somewhere, you know, like here, um, like Mexico, because the flights are more expensive to get there. Um, but otherwise, once you get there, it's pretty affordable. And um, like I've mentioned, Mexico, especially the Riviera Maya and Cancun area is definitely uh, very affordable, but also Los Cabos and Puerto Vallarta on the other coast are also, oh, and here's my margarita. <laughs> margarita delivery. So, um, 
And then also Punta Cana is uh, also very affordable. And like I mentioned, they have a ton of all-inclusive resorts there as well. Awesome. Well, I'm going to pass it over to Tammy for some more questions. Sorry about that. I was muted. Um, thank you. Uh, my first question is, how do travel agents get paid? Are you on a fee for services? Is it commission? Are you paid by the resort? Mm -hmm. So um, it can be either way for a lot of travel agencies, but for Compass Travel, we work um, mostly on commission and really not fee-for-service. So that's why it doesn't cost you any extra uh, than it would booking yourself online to use our services. Um, so we don't charge service fees for most of our services, um, except for some rare things like if you're paying with points, um, or something like that. Okay. And um, yeah, so basically you're paying the same price um, whether you book yourself online or using Compass Travel Services. Okay. Um, what are the main things you consider when helping clients plan a destination? Well, budget is definitely a big one. Um, and we really try to stay within a client's budget and to give them the best thing um, and the best experience and honeymoon that it can get for that budget. Um, and budgets, you know, range pretty widely for honeymoons. Uh, and then also travel style is something we consider like, do, does the couple want something slow paced or fast paced? Like, do they want to do a trip to Europe where they're changing cities every day or two, or do they just want to lay on the beach all week? Um, and then also things that are what I call deal breakers to the couple, like they have to be at, at an adults only resort or they have to be at an all-inclusive resort um, or they have to have short flights or something like that. Okay, great. That makes sense. What are the common mistakes you see couples make when they try to do everything on their own and not use, a, not use somebody like Compass Travel? Well, um, the biggest one I see, um, even for some couples that use our services, but then contact us later, um, you know, closer to their travel dates is not booking early their honeymoon early enough um, to get the specific resort or the specific um, room that they want. Because a lot of times honeymoon couples like really fall in love with a specific room type, but then they can't get that for the dates that they want um, or a specific resort. Uh, and even now, you know, of course, there's not as many people traveling internationally. So you think there would be more availability, but then there's really not in a lot of places because the resorts are cutting their capacity um, so that they don't allow more than, you know, 30% or 50 or 60% of the hotel to be full. Um, so it is still a problem. And I think it's still going to be a problem uh, going forward. Uh, and then now, um, you know, kind of a newer problem is not knowing what the current coronavirus restrictions and regulations are and how that's affecting travel. 
So with everything that you just said, what is the, what range do you suggest for when you should book your honeymoon? How far in advance? Ideally, I would say about nine months in advance, especially if they're looking for a particular room type or a resort uh, and they're really set on that. Uh, airfare prices and schedules Jen, I think we lost you. Don't know if you can hear us. Wonder, wonder if Shannon can take over where mm -hmm. she left off. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I think so. I listening to Jen, um, it sounds like she was talking about um, airfare schedules and pricing, um, and kind of when um, you know that would be the best time as far as those two things would be to book the honeymoon. <clears throat> All right, thanks. And then I have just have one last question on that. So you see today where a lot of the airlines are refunding flights. Or do you offer assistance with if somebody has to cancel because of COVID or you see in resorts being flexible with that as far as refunding deposits or any money that's been paid? Sure. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, the, there's always the availability for clients to have um, insurance added. Um, so even with, you know, the current situation, um, I think the resorts and airlines have been, um, you know, flexible with with um, refunding or vouchers, um, things like that. And it looks like Jen's back, so <laughs> welcome back. Yeah, sorry, it just totally cut out there for a second, um, but I'm back. <laughs> Got you covered. We yeah. Shannon in for the win on that one. <laughs> well, thank you. I'm gonna um, turn it over to Amber for some So more. it looks like we do have a couple questions in the chat before I, I, I let uh, Amber jump in here. So Amber did say down to earth with Zac Efron on Netflix didn't, um, did an episode on Iceland and now she's completely sold. <laughs> so you can book her trip to Iceland. She'll need your help. Um, and another question came in and uh, it was, uh, how do you help couples who want to travel to a country where they don't speak the language? And I'll add an additional thought on that. What about customs? Like they're like that country's customs. How do you help in that? Mm, yeah. Um, well, it's easier to travel around these days now with a lot of technology um, when you don't speak the language because like if you have your cell phone, you can even download the languages um, on Google Translate. You don't even need to be connected to the internet. Um, but also I would usually advise clients who you know don't speak the language and haven't been to a country before to kind of stick to those touristy areas. Um, and a lot of times people don't, <laughs> you know, kind of don't like the idea of sticking to touristy areas. But that is where uh, a lot of the workers are going to speak English or speak some English and where you know it's going to be a little bit uh, safer there. 
than going out somewhere where you don't know where it is. But I think it's uh, pretty easy these days now, luckily, to travel to countries where you don't know uh, the language and the customs. And of course, we can, you know, help you with some of the customs um, if for places that are very different. And there's also apps for that too, where you can kind of study up a little bit about the culture in Thailand before you go there, for instance. That's awesome. Thank you so much. I'm, I, we could probably ask you questions all day, but uh, I think we've got to turn it over to Amber, talk about destination weddings. Hi, ladies. Okay, so just a quick aside, uh, personal experience. Jen helped me and my husband book an anniversary slash birthday trip to Riviera Maya last year, and it was amazing. So she is not lying when she says that it is an amazing destination to go to. Um, but with that being said, um, I'm actually going to shift to Shannon a little bit, and, and let's talk about some destination wedding options. Um, what are your top picks for destination weddings and why? Yeah, sure. Um, so I would say Mexico. Um, Mexico doesn't have a waiting period and it's really affordable. So, you know, clients with any kind of budget, um, you know, we can find something to fit within that. Um, the other one, I would say Jamaica too. Um, they're more affordable along the lines of Mexico, but both of them have beautiful scenery um, and resorts that couples can enjoy. Okay, perfect. Um, and then what do you think are some of the most important things to consider um, when couples are deciding if they wanna do a destination wedding? Sure. Um, the first one being is, um, you know, the, the guests that they would like to be there, are they able to go? You know, is your, do you have a small bridal party that you want to be in attendance? Do you have, you know, a certain number, certain number of family members that you want to be there? Can they make it? Um, you know, the other one would probably be, you know, and, and sometimes I think, you know, you think, oh, a destination wedding, but then you're already somewhere and you're like, what about my honeymoon? So, you know, do you want your wedding and your honeymoon in the same place uh, would be my, my two things. Okay. And you did mention about family coming. Um, do families typically pick up their own everything there or does the couple ever pay for parts of that with having their family come to a destination or how does that typically work? Um, I think that just depends on the couple, what the budget is, kind of the, you know, the, the situation between the family. Um, you know, sometimes the couple will cover the costs and then other times, you know, who, whoever they ask to be in attendance, you know, they can, you, they usually will say up front, you know, if you can afford this, we would love to have you there. It can work both ways. Gotcha. Um, and then my last question for you is, what is your specific role in planning the destination wedding? Um, so really it's to help the couple choose, um, you know, the best location and the best resort uh, within their budget and to fit their needs and what they're looking for. And to really act as that liaison between the couple and the resort, trying to help them plan uh, for their wedding day down there or wherever they are. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. And I am going to pass it over to Nicole. And also, I just wanted to um, throw in there that we also do a lot with uh, helping the 
guests and making their bookings for the destination wedding. So that's less that the couple has to do because they can contact us for making all those payments and asking uh, travel questions instead of contacting the couple. Okay. Hi. So um, my question is, what are the main things that you want couples to know about destination wedding planning? Um, I would say that they're usually less expensive um, than having kind of a, you know, a, a typical wedding, you know, on location or here. Um, you have fewer guests. So, you know, whether you pay for them or they pay for themselves, um, you know, that can still help kind of stay within a budget and make it cheaper. Um, I feel like destination weddings kind of give it a more intimate feel uh, because you have the fewer guests, you're kind of, you know, off location, you're somewhere on a beach, um, you know, in the mountains. Um, I feel like it, it provides that, you know, just that intimate touch for the couple too. Yeah, I like that. I like the idea of an intimate, you know, family, close friends. So, yeah. So my other question is, um, what is a big misconception about planning a destination wedding? Um, I think the biggest thing is that um, destination weddings, um, the ceremonies are not usually legally recognized in the United States. I'd say that's the biggest thing. Well, that's all the questions I had. Thank you for your answers. And I'm going to send it over to Casey. And I just wanted to clarify that's um, the misconception is that it's not legally recognized in the US, but it is usually recognized in the US oh. is the true answer. <laughs> <laughs> I was really excited when they said that we were doing like honeymoons and destination weddings this week because I am actually I was supposed to be a September bride, but we postponed it to July of next year. And because of that, I actually get to plan a honeymoon with it. I'm super excited. <laughs> All really good information so far, especially you mentioned uh, Napa and that's kind of where we're looking. So I'm super excited. Yeah, I know um, everybody is probably just dying to travel right now. <laughs> and yeah, for sure. Even if not leave the country, go somewhere. For sure. I think that's kind of part of our thought with it because we don't have passports and just Napa sounds wonderful. <laughs> um, but so my first question for you guys is um, what are some things that have changed um, with your industry due to COVID-19? And I guess I'll take that one. Um, so, so much has changed. And the thing is, it's always changing. Uh, I even hear from some other travel agents who have been in the industry for you know 30 or more years that they feel like they're a new agent <laughs> all the time because we've never seen anything like this. Even after 9-11, um, I wasn't in the travel industry then. Um, I was in high school, but it was, uh, you know, things were really changed a lot, but this is even more of a change. So um, things are a lot more complex and things are always changing. Like all the suppliers are always changing their policies um, on almost a weekly basis, it seems like sometimes. Uh, and then, you know, everything is kind of different traveling just like it is at home where, you have to wear masks in a lot of places. 
Uh, a lot of the resorts are not requiring masks right now from the guests, especially the ones that are more spread out. The staff is all wearing masks though, or they want you to wear masks like to check in and then you can take it off. Um, but some of the resorts are requiring that now. It just kind of depends what area you're in. Uh, lots of temperature checks everywhere. Uh, and that it's hard to get a passport right now. And that's really detrimental for a lot of people who want to travel internationally and might be willing to take that little bit of a risk, but then they can't because they can't get their passport renewed or get a new passport. Yeah, there's definitely definitely unprecedented times right now. Everything's kind of kind of crazy. Um, due to all of these changes, though, um, is there anything that you would recommend that you maybe wouldn't have recommended in the past um, for our engaged couples? Mm -hmm. Well, we've always recommended travel insurance, uh, and we definitely recommend that now, even though most of the policies don't cover cover like coronavirus related changes and cancellations. Um, still, we've seen a lot more interest in people wanting travel insurance, even though they know it doesn't cover that, um, just because there is a lot of other things that it can cover. Um, and it's kind of more in the media and people are talking about it more. Um, and also we are encouraging more, you know, and trying to let our clients know which suppliers do have more flexible cancellation or change terms and conditions right now uh, than others. And Southwest Airlines has always been good for that uh, in the past, but of course, you know, they still are. Uh, but a lot of the other airlines are also uh, becoming a little bit better with flexible changes and cancellations. We're not sure how long that's going to last or not. Um, this is definitely the longest I've ever seen it last because even with hurricanes and things like that, usually the airlines will only let you change your flight if it's like that day that the hurricane is coming, you know, um, with no fee. Uh, so nothing like this that's gone on for months. It's really, really interesting. That is really interesting to hear. Um, so then my last question, um, what is the last piece of advice that you would give our engaged couples? So I know a lot of uh, engaged couples really are interested in an all-inclusive resort on the beach. That's kind of the most uh, popular thing. Uh, but I would also say if they might be interested in thinking about if they would like a non-all-inclusive resort, either on the beach or somewhere else, because there are so many islands that either don't have all-inclusive resorts at all or have very few. So if they really want to go somewhere that doesn't have a lot or any, like Hawaii um, or some other islands in the Caribbean uh, or Europe or Thailand or somewhere else, um, they're really locking themselves out of those locations uh, if, if they only want to do an all-inclusive resort. Um, but, you know, we also understand that a lot of couples just want to kind of relax and do nothing on the beach um, and have that all-inclusive, you know, resort experience after a stressful wedding. That totally makes sense. Thank you so much for answering my questions. And I'm going to pass it back over to Michelle. Awesome. So I have a few questions that I was thinking of and I put them in the chat on the side. So you answered a few. So 
Let me, I have a couple questions for Shannon. So first question is, do you, in the case that you're working with a resort for a destination wedding and some of the resorts, at least from what I've seen, offer like a coordinator on site or someone who at least helps from afar, do you do a lot of coordination with them via email or phone call to make sure everything is, is what the um, client wants? Um, yeah, so that's kind of where we do that, that liaison, you know, we got active that liaison between, so we would definitely deal with the resort, the coordinator, whether it is, you know, email or by phone, um, just any way that we can stay in touch to make sure that we can, you know, ensure their day is going to be as seamless as possible. That's awesome. Yeah, I, I was curious about that because I know you you know, as wedding planners, we know when there are two coordinators in the mix at any given wedding, a venue coordinator and a, you know, a wedding planner, we have to make sure that we're all kind of on our, you know, on the same page. I'm sure it's a little bit different, especially with language barriers or, you know, they have their process down to a pat and it's, you know, they don't need us to jump in as much, but I'm sure there's still some sort of coordination that goes on. Well, and in knowing the clients, you know, knowing what your clients want, um, I think that's where it really helps too, because then you can, um, you know, you can give them that kind of, you can communicate with them to give them that information because you know what the client wants and, you know, I'm sure that they, you know, run things a certain way, but then you can make sure that you incorporate both. Yeah, absolutely. So with resorts, I know I keep hitting on resorts, um, just because the, that all-inclusive feel, I know that some resorts do offer some perks if you, um, if, either if you do your ceremony there or ceremony and reception, or if you, um, you know, you book a few nights, you get a ceremony free. I mean, what are some of those things that that couples should look for if they're looking to save some money, but also get all those perks? Yeah, sure. Um, so I think it just depends on what they're looking for. Um, you know, each um, the resorts that I've seen, they all have, you know, different level, different style packaging, uh, depending on how many guests are with the couple. Um, you know, if they have music, if they need floral work, um, you know, all those things. And some resorts actually will let couples bring uh, vendors in for their items um, for a small fee. So, you know, you can kind of look both ways and definitely ask those, you know, we can ask those questions and, and get that information for them. And I will That's say awesome. um, sandals resorts are usually good for elopements. I recommend that if, especially if it's just like the couple themselves and no guests or, you know, maybe only a couple guests because they actually give a free wedding, like a free basic wedding. Um, where it's kind of like, you know, basic flowers, um, the officiant and everything like that. So it's great, you know, for just an elopement um, to have that option. Yeah, so the, I mean, the moral of the story is, I mean, they, there's so many different options, but they should be thinking about all of these things as they, as they are planning their honeymoon or their destination wedding. I did have a question for you, Jen, and then I'll pass it over to Jamie. She has a few for you mm -hmm. guys, but um, 
we always think about all-inclusive resorts as the best way to go to save money, but something that crossed my mind was it might actually be more budget friendly to not go all inclusive in some places, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, in most places, it actually is more budget friendly, though, to go all inclusive, unless, um, unless there's a huge thing that's included that you're not really going to use, and especially alcohol, like if um, neither person in the couple drinks any alcohol, or if one person doesn't drink, then often it's not really more cost effective to do all inclusive because alcohol is so much of a big part of that, you know, all inclusive fee. Um, so, but otherwise, usually it is uh, more budget friendly to do all inclusive, especially in the main areas where they have uh, all these all inclusive resorts. Um, because a lot of people who don't stay at an all-inclusive resort are, uh, you have to travel off-site more to go to restaurants and things like that if you don't want to eat at the resort's restaurants all the time. Um, so that adds into, you know, transportation fees and stuff like that to get around. Um, but um, I would say that the only places where it is more um, budget-friendly not to do an all-inclusive are places that don't have a lot of all-inclusive resorts. Like Aruba actually doesn't have a ton of all-inclusive resorts and the resorts that are not all-inclusive there are way better <laughs> than the all-inclusive resorts. Um, so that's one example. And that ladies and gentlemen is why you hire a uh, travel agent because they can tell you all the, tr the tricks of the trade. So there you have it. So I'm going to pass it over to Jamie so she can answer some of her questions. So I didn't hear anything about cruises. Is it, mm. is it off the plate right now or what are cruises like? <laughs> oh my God. Well, it's, um, we don't know what's going to happen with cruises. Um, the CDC just pushed back their cruising ban to the end of September now. So we know we won't have cruising until at least the end of or the end of September. But also a lot of countries and places have already even blocked cruise ships from coming in until next year or some even like mid next year. Um, so cruising is not really as popular now as uh, it has been. I think it will come back once things get better with the virus. Um, because it is such a great value in a lot of ways and such a great way to travel. But um, I don't think it's going to be very popular until uh, things kind of start to come back um, and get better with the virus, like till we have a vaccine or something like that. Yeah, totally makes sense. I, I was afraid you'd say all that. Yeah, no. I know. It, it, <laughs> I love cruising too, so it's sad, so but, and, and really the, you know, I think the media blew a lot of the cruising cases out of proportion, um, if you look at the actual numbers, but I think the thing that's most scary to people is getting trapped on a ship for two weeks or more, oh, yeah. um, so that really scared a lot of people, I think. That is scary. I would want to be trapped. Oh my God. Sounds awful. <laughs> um, so with that, kind of 
you're at this resort right now. You are at an all-inclusive resort. Have yeah. you seen anything different because it's unlimited food with how they've dealt with their food and COVID? I was just curious. Yeah, um, well, a lot of the places um, have either stopped doing buffets or they're still doing buffets, but they're all server served instead of self-service. So now you can't pick up those tongs yourself and grab something. It's all somebody else serving you, which is fine in my opinion. Um, yeah, so uh, that's the big difference I think with the food and the buffets. Mm -hmm. Okay, so I would like you to book my 30th anniversary next year at Riviera Maya. Right, oh, great. <laughs> I'm going. <laughs> and also, um, to Casey, okay. I, I've been to Napa and it's amazing. I mean, that was one of our stops before our Hawaii honeymoon. We stopped at Napa first mm -hmm. and, oh, I wish we would have stayed longer. So it's amazing. <laughs> so good choice there, Casey. I'm sure you had fun in Hawaii though too. <laughs> oh yeah, I did. I did, yeah. <laughs> I looked online and it looked amazing, but I, I might be getting in touch with you because trying to plan it myself, I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> Yeah. It's really overwhelming um, being from California and having gone some of those paths to Napa and Sonoma. Yeah, you need a travel agent who can give you the right direction on those wineries and a limo. You're going to need a limo. I definitely recommend sure. the wine train and the wine train has lots of different options. Like you can do some tastings or they have a lunch or a dinner. Um, that's really cool. That sounds great. I will be looking you up shortly. <laughs> so well, guys, in the interest of time, um, I, does anybody else have any questions for our lovely ladies, Shannon and Jen? And I was going to say, I can move the computer here and open the blinds and give you a quick look outside my balcony to tease you. Okay, tease us. <laughs> Let's see. Yeah, here's the balcony so you can see the we can't hear her, but we like seeing it. Yes. <laughs> You're going to take me off gallery view. Oh, that looks beautiful. We're so jealous. All of us, everybody listening to this right now, just we we love you, but we also hate you. We want to be there. It's okay. <laughs> yeah. Butler Butler delivered margaritas. Like, come on. <laughs> well, that was my boyfriend, but oh, he's the butler. <laughs> <laughs> but there is room service. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. Well, guys, I thank you again for being here with us tonight. I. I know that this is this is going to be an amazing uh, video for our engaged couples to listen to. If they're not listening to us live, feel free to share this wherever you would like to. Um, I'm going to shoot this over to Jamie to wrap us up. And if you'd like to stay after we're done with this to just give us some feedback, that's awesome. Oh, great. I'm not muted. Okay. 
Um, I did put some comments of things that um, really resonated in the Facebook group. So definitely the passports. I think engaged couples really need to consider that. I didn't even think about it until you mentioned it today. So I've added a couple things there. Feel free to add your comments as well. But again, um, Devoted Columbus is here to help you guys. We, um, we do have many resources for you. I'm going to rattle off our quick resources. We have the wedding experience, which is our show coming up in October. We are going live unless we are told not to, but we will have a virtual show alongside of it. We also have our wedding planning guide. I wish I had one here to show you, but um, you can pick up a physical copy here in the resource center, or you can get it um, on our online vendor directory. We have wedding planning and wedding day assistance, which are an extra pair of hands on the wedding day and planners if you need a little more help. Um, we have a digital coupon book. Actually, the coupons, the coupons you just sign up on the online wedding research wedding directory and you get a bunch thousands of dollars of coupons so you don't want to miss out on that um we have a wedding resource library which is now open just wear your mask come all in come on in and we're here to help guide you to whatever um needs you have that is a free resource along with our um Facebook group. So Ohio Brides Helping Brides, which I've shared to that one tonight, the resale markets, we do have um, several of these throughout the year, which are big wedding garage sales. And the Facebook groups are great for speaking with other engaged couples that are here in Ohio. And then our latest edition is devoted to the dirty details, our new podcast. So um, we dish some of the fun things and um, there's several of us chatting. The first one was great content, a little rough on video. So forgive us. We're only going to get better from here, but check it out. Um, we have another one airing next week. You can find them on Spotify and we look forward to connecting with you guys and helping you in whatever way we can. So thanks for being with us tonight. Thanks Thank for you. tuning in and we will see you next month. Yay. Bye. Bye.